Omega Man Radio has been commissioned to invade deep into enemy territory, drive out the hosts of hell, and take back the land. Our mission is to preach Jesus Christ, the Son of God, who is the only name written under heaven by which men might be saved, cast out demons, and pray for the sick that they may be healed in Jesus' name. If this program is a blessing to you and you would like to take part in this harvest of souls, join with us and attack the hosts of hell by donating any amount online at www.omegamanradio.com. You may also donate by sending check or money order to 9030 West Sahara Avenue, Suite 665, Las Vegas, Nevada, 89117. We thank you. Hello. How are you today? My friend, I'm doing okay. How are you doing? Is audio coming through for you? Yeah, it's going good. Okay, great. Thank you for standing by. Folks, we're continuing our marathon, and also tonight we're streaming on Discord. So be sure and check that out. And we broadcast uh, nightly, beginning at 4 Pacific, 7 Eastern, until we finish. And you can hear us nightly on MixLR, Blog Talk, Twitch TV and now Discord. But so you don't get confused, just remember one website, omegamanradio.com, and if you go there, it'll give you all the instructions that you need. Well, with that, we're honored to welcome back tonight our friend Minister Peter Whiffen, coming to you from Brisbane. And uh, Brother Peter, did you ever make a move to the island? Uh, we started work today, and uh, the uh, tree loppers are in there. They took all, all the trees down today to with just second growth uh, trees Fantastic. in the way of the building. So it started. My construction started. Praise yeah. God for that. I'm excited about that, my friend. Yeah. You're in yeah. Brisbane. Uh, we have Brisbane. another brother who... Brisbane. Another brother who yeah. moved to... Um, I think he's out somewhere in Hawaii near Maui. Um, building a place from scratch. He's out there in the wilderness. But, you know, that's that's kind of cool to me. Get a piece of land, then you can build it the way you want. And uh, praise the Lord. Everybody, we're excited to have you here. With that, we'll get started. Brother Peter, we've got the next hour together. Do you want to open us up in prayer? Okay, then. Praise the Lord. Dear Father God, we love you and praise you. Thank you for this week, or thank you for everything leading up to this week. Um, uh, I just want to say thank you, dear Father God, that, that you are what you say you are. You do what you promised us that you'd do. And thank you for teaching us that, showing us that, and letting us experience that. I pray for the best for everybody here, everybody listening on, and everyone, but specifically everyone here, uh, that, uh, dear Father God, that they would hear or realize uh, the revelations that you want them to hear and realize and that the power of your kingdom will come in their life of love, joy, peace, soundness of mind, and all the things that are important for life would come upon them, and that their torment, should there be any, be stopped. And dear Father God, we thank you that you came to overturn the works of the devil, what you promised us, and we receive that. We receive also our inheritance that you promised us today. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. My friend, welcome, and over to you. Mike is yours. 
All right. Well, it's it's fantastic to be here to be sharing, and um, that is my prayer that the the benefit of the cross of the Lord Jesus Christ, what the, the Creator, the one who made us, who loves us, would come upon His people that He loves, and that would be seen as a fruit in their life, drying away the tears, repairing the breaches filling us with a right spirit so that we can function correctly and uh, do we need it you know um, I had a brother here today um, he's uh, talked to his son and all his son done was just abuse him it's so disappointing you know in having your own son disappoint you and abuse you he, he was actually cursing him to death and um, what a privilege it was to talk to him and guide him in how to respond to his son. And, you know, he, he said to me, Peter, I've got no one to talk to about these things, but you're here. And, you know, I gave him my time. He sat here for about an hour and he left happy that he, he had a way to, to deal with his son. And um, we prayed for his son. We prayed for his son to be saved and that. Um, whatever's deceiving him be bound and um, it was really a privilege to uh, be at a point in my life where I can um, have an effect like that with someone then I had a phone call from another person lasting about two hours and um, the person um, you know, the relationship uh, that she has is is um, uh, gone sour and she's in terrible disappointment but you know it, it's a privilege to be pointing towards the creator who promises us that he'll never be a disappointment that, that that's a solid thing we can um, we can trust in that that the creator is a dis never going to be a disappointment to us and no matter what happens in life uh, he, he will turn all things together for good, and that's what he promises. That's just not my idea. And we know these promises. And um, uh, without that, what would we have? What would we have? Um, last night I had a visitor, um, a reasonably new Christian uh, that, that came out of the drug culture who God had revealed himself to, and um, what a blessing to, to see a guy come right out of that terrible darkness, had his life threatened, and a very interesting testimony, and uh, and he's going forward. So uh, praise the Lord for his goodness, you know, the goodness of the Lord, which really is hard to understand, passes understanding, but uh, as I go through my life, and I, I would say that there's people listening here today that would also agree as they go through their life, the goodness of the Lord in their life. Doesn't mean you're not going to have tragedy. Doesn't mean you're not going to have circumstances of disappointment. Doesn't mean anything like that. But it says that as we walk through the valley of the shadow of death, that we fear no evil. That 
He sets up a table in the presence of our enemies. That's the table of the defence. That's the table of judgment, the table of peace in our life. He sets up in the presence of our enemies and um, even though we can't see it, the kingdom of heaven is without observation. We can believe it's there. And by faith in the unseen, in the unseen, we can see, you know. So how cool is that? So this is faith, is in believing in the unseen, the things that we can not see, and knowing that the Creator who loves us is helping us and working towards us working for us. So uh, this week I was wondering, you know, what to... Um, let, let me see if I can get on... Uh, I'll just pick up what I'm going to talk about here because this week I, I realised an interesting thing that I hadn't seen before and um, thought I might share that. It's about, um, we know the scripture, First Peter one twenty three, being born again, not of corruptible seed, but of incorruptible, by the word of God, which liveth and abideth forever. Now, what is that? We know that we're born again. But there's a birth of the flesh and a birth of the spirit, the Bible teaches there's the two atoms, and this is the realization that everyone is born naturally from the first atom, according to the flesh. And even Jesus was born in the lineage of David, according to the flesh. So he was born according to the flesh, but his soul was born from above. The spirit the soul of the Lord Jesus Christ being the second Adam. The first Adam was not born from above. God breathed into him and he became a living soul. So became is different than born. Jesus is the only born one, second Adam, born from above. There's a difference, I believe, the Bible teaches. So... This is the doctrine of the seed. And um, the Bible teaches actually that we are seeds. Yes? We're, we're counted as seeds. Um, Genesis 4.25. Yeah, we know these scriptures. But Adam knew his wife again, and she bare a son and called his name Seth. For God said, she has appointed me another seed, said she, has appointed me another seed instead of Abel, who Cain slew. So this is another seed. And if we think of it in terms of an apple, inside the apple are seeds, right? Apple seeds. If we destroy the apple, 
can't be planted anymore, right? You destroy the seeds with it, and that's the end of any more apple trees coming from that apple. And we talk about this. The bloodline of Jesus Christ died on the cross. The bloodline, how many seeds died, or how many potential sons of Jesus died on the cross with Jesus? And the scripture is very interesting about this because Jesus was the promise or is the promise of Abraham. It says the promise of Abraham was to one seed, in one little apple, one seed, the Lord Jesus Christ, the second Adam. And this is the manifolded wisdom of God as achieved on the cross. So this is amazing because the technology that this portrays is the technology that saves us all. It's not a wishy-wishy promise here. This is absolute technology that saves us that was designed by the creator and his manifolded wisdom. The seed... Now, if I nail an apple to a tree, a cross, say, say if I get a cross in my backyard and I nail an apple to that cross, I've nailed the seeds to that cross. And and for all technical and legal purpose, I've nailed every apple tree that would ever live had I have planted that apple. So one really couldn't count the number of apple trees that will come from that apple, <coughs> potentially, but they're all nailed to the cross. And this is the multiplication of the cross, which allows for the multiplication of grace. Because we know the cross was illegal, and pinned to it is a payback to balance the scales of justice. How does the scales of justice balance? Eye for eye, life for life, burning for burning that type of thing. In other words, sowing and reaping. So the scales of justice in the death of Jesus Christ are really impossible to balance. Just like if I was held guilty for killing an apple, I could not pay back all the apple trees related to that apple. And now I've got an issue. I'm bankrupt. So that led me to uh, think of the question, is anyone ever wondered why Jesus Christ's body never saw corruption? Why is he the only one that's ever died that has never saw corruption? And apparently he still has the marks of the nails and the injuries in his body. Why did God do that? Why did God Almighty in his wisdom do that? What is the purpose of Jesus Christ when he was died on the cross and buried in a tomb, never allowed to rot away? Then he was raised from the dead. So could it be the seed inside him has never died? 
like never rotted away. It's still alive. The seeds. Because we know his body died, but he didn't. He, he handed his spirit to God, but his body was raised from the dead along with the, the seeds inside his body. We see this in Psalm 16.10. For that will not leave my soul in hell, neither will thou suffer thy holy one to see corruption. Acts 13.35 says, Wherefore he said also in another psalm, and it's relating to this psalm probably, Thou shalt not suffer thine holy one to see corruption. Psalm 89.48 says, What man is he that lives and shall not see death? Shall he deliver his soul from the hand of the grave? Could this relate to we are born again, but born again of that seed that's not corruptible? We go back to 1 Peter one twenty three, being born again, not of corruptible seed, but of incorruptible by the word, the promise of God, which lives and abides forever, God's promises. The seed of Jesus Christ being incorruptible. Now, doesn't, doesn't seed take after its own kind? So if seed, if we are born again now of the seed of Jesus Christ, it's not corruptible. That means we're raised not corruptible. How cool. How cool. And in this way, the many-folded wisdom of God comes on us all personally because I believe there's enough seed that died in Jesus Christ for us all to have one. And when we accept the gift of the cross, the gift of being born again into this incorruptible seed, we personally receive the gift of being raised from the dead incorruptible personally doesn't it say in another place don't you know you were crucified with Christ well how was I crucified with Christ I'm like 2,000 years later being born but you know in 1990 when I became born again I got accounted for all lawful technically technical and righteous purpose, one of those living seeds. Yes, the seeds didn't die. The living seeds that had the promise of Abraham on them. Your seed, what was the promise of Abraham? Your seed shall be more than the sand of the sea, more than the stars in the skies. And we'll have a look in a minute at the promises on the seed. Because, see, those promises, I believe, that are on the seed apply to us. Because we've been given the gift of taking a place, grafted in, taking a place as one of those seeds. The sacrificing of Jesus' body 
the body was a seed holder. You know, um, I don't know, there's some type of plants, you know, that you break them open and all the seeds fall out like a pomegranate. We are, we are accounted technically and legally for all good intent and purpose as one of those seeds. Like if you break open a pomegranate, you're one of them. That's the sort of mental picture. So we can grab hold of this as a personal connection. You know, when the scripture says you're seated with Christ, Jesus Christ, at the right hand of the Father, how? I'm here on earth. Ah, but technically and legally, I'm inside Jesus' body as one of those corruptible, incorruptible, sorry, seeds. And we're sitting there as seeds inside his body. The Bible says we're uncorruptible. Yes, according to the flesh, because of the first Adam. But raised incorruptible as one of the incorruptible seeds of the Lord Jesus Christ. And that's our promise. Now, how can you miss out on that? How? And, and I believe God has made it so we can never miss out on that. He's convinced that neither life nor death or the powers or whatever can separate us from his love. And this is the blessed hope. What is the blessed hope? It's the hope of the resurrection. Now, whatever we're going through in this life, we can have the hope that it's not forever. We can have the hope that we never really can lose in the long term. That God Almighty, Jesus said, whoever the Father gives me will never be lost. Never, ever, 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 ever. Because we're tied up in the body of Jesus Christ as one of the seeds that's already been crucified. If you've counted, like when Jesus got crucified, the seed was inside him, the bloodline. And we are counted as part of that bloodline. So technically, we have been crucified with Jesus Christ for all good intent and lawful purpose. So if we've been crucified with Jesus Christ, what does that mean? It means we, we have the right of the payback of the crucifixion. And in this way, this other scripture that I'm going to read out, comes very, very true. Let's read it out. I'll just get it here. Praise the Lord. All right. Where is it here? Praise the Lord. 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 Okay, 1 Corinthians chapter 3, 21. Therefore let no one boast in men, for all things are yours. What? What? Let's read that again. 
Therefore, let no one boast in men, for all things are yours. All things are yours. That means all, everything, nothing missing out, things are yours. What? As heirs and seeds of the seeds and heirs of the body of Jesus Christ, the bloodline of Jesus Christ, we're counted as firstborn sons, and we have an inheritance. All things are yours. Now let's go on. See if God really means that. Verse 22. Whether Paul or Apollos or Cephas or the world or life or death or things present or things to come, all are yours. And you are Christ's and Christ is God's. What's that? We could say God owns all things because he owns us who already own all things. Wow. Wow. God wasn't joking. He died for us to give us all things. So if we have all things given to us, there's a few questions from that. But if we have all things given to us, what question number one is, how can you get any more? If you have everything, how can you get anything more than that? And the other question is, why don't I have enough if all things are mine? And I believe the difference is the thief comes to kill, steal and destroy. And for some reason, in many different ways, the thief gets access to our lives and steals from us. I believe the thief cannot own anything of his own because he's guilty of the cross and has been made bankrupt for paying back the blood of Jesus Christ. Therefore, the only thing that he can deal in is other people's stuff. Have we handed it to him? Or has he come and stolen it while we were unawares? Why are we given the full armour of God to put on? Have we put it on? Do we know how to use the armour? Mm. We've been given the power, but can we use that power? Can we wield that power? Our weapons of our warfare are mighty. Oh, we're in a war. We have been given everything, but we're fighting. Sometimes we forgot to fight. And the thief walks up, slaps us in the face and takes our stuff. Steals our joy, steals our money, steals our relationships, steals our children, steals our happiness. But everything's been given to us, and thank God for that, eh? Thank God that our loving Father has given us all things. The question is, 
Can you hang on to them? Can you hang on to all things? So Jesus gave an example of how you do that. He said, look at the birds. They don't do anything. What? So striving and working along and all of that is not the example that Jesus is pointing to there. Look at the flowers. They don't do anything. So what is it? He goes on to say, first seek the kingdom of heaven. First job. How do you do that? Well, Jesus said you start off by praying. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be your name, your kingdom come. So by prayer you seek the kingdom. Study to show yourself approved because our people perish for lack of knowledge. Add to your faith virtue, like start doing the right thing, which denies the devil a chance to get you. Because you're hidden in righteousness, the breastplate of righteousness, which is really the right thing, I believe. The breastplate of doing the right thing. The invisible shield of love. Because love covers a multitude of sin. So I believe that the devil gets us in the way where he's hiding behind us, using our stuff, stealing from us. Let's see the promise that's on the seed then. And my, the time is, goes pretty quick here. But there is um, some beautiful promises. If you want to see the promises, you can do a word study on the seed and see for yourselves there and um, it's very very interesting we are called the seed now in 2nd Samuel 22:51, the seed is promised mercy he is the tower of salvation for his king and showeth mercy to his anointed and unto David and to his seed forevermore Mercy. So if we have stumbled and fallen and opened ourselves up for the devil to rape and pillage us, we can call on the mercy of God and his promises we will have that mercy. We should believe that. The seed can be given gifts, Genesis thirteen fifteen, For all the land which thou seest, to thee I will give it, and to thy seed forever oh dear father god i receive the gifts that you promised me as a seed of the lord jesus christ amen there's a good prayer the seed is promised peace for those that have no peace first kings 2 33 their blood shall therefore return upon the head of joab and upon the head of his seed forever but Upon David, which is Jesus is in David's line according to the flesh, and upon his seed, and upon his house, and upon his throne, 
There shall be peace forever from the Lord. Yes, this is not our manufactured peace. This is peace from God. And I have, I'd like to share that I have experienced this peace. When there shouldn't be any peace, all of a sudden I feel peaceful sometimes. And this is the peace that passes understanding. So there's another promise to stand on and to pray for. Dear Father God, I receive your peace. Let your peace come into my life, into my family's life, as promised. The seed is protected. Now, you know, we know the promise, no weapon formed against us. But um, in Esther 6.13, And Haman told Zeresh, his wife, and all his friends, everything that had befallen him. Then said his wise men and Zeresh's wife, unto him, If Mordecai be the seed of the Jews, before whom thou hast begun to fall, thou shalt not prevail against him, but shalt surely fall before him. Yes, no matter what's against us, no matter who is against us, they will not prevail according to the promise because we are the seed of Jesus Christ. Deliverance is promised to the seed. Psalm 1850 Great deliverance gives he to his king and show mercy to his anointed, to David and to his seed. When for? Forevermore. Yes, those that are seeking deliverance and maybe not getting it straight away there is a promise that promises it to us because we are the seed of Jesus Christ so that it is good to stand on that promise and believe in that promise Proverbs eleven twenty one: thou hand join in hand the wicked shall not be unpunished that's the demons but the seed of the righteous shall be delivered. Yea, how cool is that? The seed of the righteous shall be delivered. See, I truly believe after doing many, many deliverances that it's God's love that comes and does the deliverance and it's his mercy and it's his will and it's his grace and it's his right thing, his righteousness, because he loves to see the corruption fixed. His will is to fix the corruption. There's an eternal promise, Psalm 89.4. Thy seed will I establish forever and build up thy throne to all generations. Yes, we can't miss out. We can be established forever with an eternal promise. Not based on anything more than we are the seed of the beloved Son, the only begotten. God has made a way that we can be personally attached to Jesus Christ through bloodline connection, through righteousness, through law, through the right thing, through through grace, 
and actually connected to Jesus. Since Jesus is resurrected, the seed inside Jesus is resurrected, and that is us being resurrected. Yes, we are resurrected with Jesus Christ. We can never be lost. Wow. Not just religion, it's the power of the resurrection rests on the seed. Endurance, Psalm 89:29. His seed also will I make to endure forever. For those that think they can't endure anymore, call on the Lord God Almighty in Jesus' name to endure. There's a prayer. Dear Father God, I call upon your mighty name. Give me the power as promised to endure. And his throne as the days of heaven. His seed also will I make endure forever. And his throne as the days of heaven. What is the days of heaven? Days of heaven, could that be forever? You see how we don't get this of ourself. We get it because of our inheritance, being in an inherited son of the living God. Now, here's another one that promise us, promises us something amazing, the promise to be mighty, mighty. Psalm 112.2, he said, shall be mighty upon the earth. Wow, not mighty after you die, mighty now upon the earth. The generation of the upright, shall be blessed. What does that mean? Who is the upright? Jesus, God Almighty himself who came as a man. We are the generation, the firstborn of him, and we shall be blessed. We shall be mighty upon the earth. Don't worry about what they're all saying in the news. Really, overlook it. Look at what the Creator is saying. That we are to be mighty. Could we receive that? Rise up and be mighty? Could we? I believe that the Creator, our living God, the Lord Jesus Christ, is looking for people to be mighty with Him in the earth right now. The prayers of a righteous man avail much. Oh, God, let all these evil people be exposed, you know. Let all the evil demons working behind them be bound. Our weapons are mighty, pulling down of strongholds. Can we use them? I believe it's God's will to show us how to use them. Oh, God, show me how to use the weapons let me find them and use them mightily for pulling down of these strongholds that are ruining things, causing evil in the earth, causing evil on my families, if that's the case. We can rise up and be mighty. Why not? 
It could be fun. Could it be fun to have prayers answered? Could it be fun to really make a difference? Yeah. There's the promise of the Spirit. Oh, we all know we got the Holy Spirit. But look look how it came, though. Isaiah 44.3 For I will pour water upon him that's thirsty and floods upon dry ground. I will pour my spirit upon thy seed and the blessing, my blessing upon thine offspring. Those that believe in me will never thirst. What do floods do upon the dry ground? When the floods go, the ground abounds with growth, abundance. God's promised, as we know, to pour his seed with spirit, but it's to be poured on the seed of Jesus Christ, man. For those that are not accepting to be born again that may listen to this, why not accept the free gift to be one of the seeds of Jesus Christ? Because if you're one of the seeds, you've been crucified technically, not actually, but technically with Jesus Christ, which is enough to be the victim of the crime for all legal intents and purpose and never be blamed for the crucifixion. You can never reap the guilt of the blood of Jesus Christ and be condemned to eternal punishment. You can be raised as the seed is being raised to eternal life and have all these promises. Why not? All you need to do is in your heart say, okay, I want that. Dear Father God, I want to be born again of this incorruptible seed. Now, if you're born again of this incorruptible seed, where is it recorded? Could it be it's recorded in the Lamb's Book of Life? Because it's the Lamb's Book. Could it be recorded in the Lamb's Book of Life as who is the seed of the Lamb? A certificate that cannot be argued with? And that certificate is our promised redemption, our guarantee of redemption, and we can receive God's Spirit to help us to be comforted in this earth. Prosperity is promised. Yes, there is prosperity for Jesus' seed because what did Jesus die with? Nothing. What could have his seed earned in their life had they been allowed to live forever? How much? Now, all of that has to be paid back like an insurance claim, like a compensation. And that compensation is equally spread between the firstborn of the Lord Jesus Christ as an inheritance. Zechariah 8.12 For the seed shall be prosperous, the vine shall give her fruit, and the ground shall give her increase, and the heavens shall give their dew, and I will cause the remnant of this people to possess all these things.
Could it be that Jesus has said, first seek the kingdom of heaven and his righteousness and all these things will be added? He didn't say you will earn all these things. He said all these things will be added because really it's the compensation for the cross that gives you the deserved right of this compensation. Wow. Could that be good news to the poor? <laughs> that you've been left in a will? Hmm? Jesus is the seed. How do we know? Galatians 3.16 Now Abraham and his seed were the promises made. Now to Abraham and his seed were the promises made. He didn't say, or he said not, and to seeds with an S as of many, but, he, but as of one. And to thy seed, which is Christ. So the promise of Abraham, as we know from the Bible, was to Jesus Christ. So on the cross, the promise of Abraham was crucified, technically. But at the resurrection, the promise of Abraham was resurrected. Now that promise now applies to us as seeds inside the belly of Jesus Christ. See? And in that way, Jesus broke his body and gave the promises to all of us. Isn't that amazing? We say it at communion, but do we understand it? Do we understand that because Jesus' body died and was resurrected, that we have the promise of eternal life in, tied up in that? Galatians 3.29 And if you be Christ's, then are you, or ye, Abraham's seed. And is according to the promise. What? Well, what was promised, we inherit. And this is really re uh, 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 referred to as the inheritance of the saints. You see? All we have to do is accept to swap families from the first Adam to the second Adam. And God says, whoever comes to me, I'll by no means turn away. So it's there for us, for the taking. Now, if we try and do everything ourselves, God respects that. But why would you try if you have an inheritance? Like if I was given an inheritance, my uncle was a millionaire, and, and the inheritance uh, is, a, is an allowance, and, and I forget to go down to the lawyers and pick up my allowance, you know, is that my uncle's fault? I'm supposed to believe I have an allowance and go down there and pick it up. I wouldn't go down there if I didn't believe I had one. So can we pick up our inheritance? How do we pick it up? It's called daily bread because down here it can get stolen. But in heaven, it says your treasures can't get stolen. 
to give us today our daily bread. So are we praying that? Oh, Jesus, dear Father God, I receive my inheritance today. Please top up my account with all things pertaining to life. Take all my problems. Let them be swallowed up in the promises of peace and the promises that you've given me. Let it all be sorted out somehow. I can't do it, God. Let you let you do it. Please do it for me, see? Please come and help me. And then be with me today, God. Share your life with me. I want to share my life with you. Pray to be God Almighty's friend. Invite him to dine and sup with you. In other words, to have dinner. Invite him to be with you in your life. Could that help? Might that help? Now, Colossians 3.1 says, If then you were raised with Christ, what? 2,000 years ago, I wasn't even born. How could I be raised with Jesus Christ? Well, what it's referring to is the seed inside him was raised and you are accounted technically as one of those seeds and therefore you are technically raised from the dead with Jesus Christ. So then it's true. If then you are raised with Christ, seek those things which are above where Christ is sitting at the right hand of God. Set your mind on things above, not on things in the earth. For you died and your life is hidden with Christ. When Christ, who is our life, appears, then you also will appear with him in glory. And that's when we're raised incorruptible. So it, does, it makes sort of sense. If then you are raised with Christ, counted as the seed inside him raised, we look for the things which are above. What are the things that are above? What would they be? Could it be the payback that's given to us through the righteousness, repaying back the death of Jesus Christ and all his seeds? Our personal right of inheritance, could that be above? Seated with Jesus Christ, being kept safe in heaven. Could we seek our inheritance? Because that's what that means. By prayer, dear Father God, I want my inheritance today. I accept it. See, love disappears if it's imposting, if it's imposing, if it's forced upon, if we're made to, like, like medicine, we're made to swallow. No, that's not love. Love, love is an offer and an acceptance. It's free. It's take it, take it. I love you. I want you to have it, see? So that's how we seek the things above. We receive them in love, see? We receive what's promised to us in love. 
if you earn it or try and earn it, love disappears, becomes wages. Grace disappears. Yes. Grace rules in righteousness. In other words, grace rules in the right thing. So as soon as you try and earn the things of God, it's wages, it's never, grace disappears, love disappears, it becomes hard, cold, wages. Now we can never earn what Jesus earned for us because he sacrificed an eternal bloodline to give us an eternal bloodline's value of inheritance. So that's far, far better than anything we can do. So why don't we just simply receive that? And out of what we receive, love others with it, share. Could that be the way? So if you're then raised with Christ, seek those things which are above and what is above. Inexhaustible supply. Wow. How do we think heaven is paid for? It's got to be paid for by righteousness, the right thing. It can't just be pulled out of a hat like a rabbit. It's got to be paid for. And I believe that Jesus Christ dying on the cross paid for heaven's supply. Yes, no one went to heaven before Jesus Christ. People died and they were kept in paradise in the earth. But Jesus Christ's death, because of the payback and the seeds in him being resurrected, opened the way for us to go to heaven. If our seed is inside Jesus Christ, seated in heaven, when we die, we go to our seed. That's, that's our ticket in to be with him. To die is to be present with the Lord, the Apostle Paul said. And the scripture said we've already died. For you died and your life is hidden with Christ. How? It's in the seed, technically. In the seed with Jesus Christ, technically. And you know, you go to court, technicalities count. So when Christ, who is our life, appears then you appear with him. This is why the seeds come back. So 1 Corinthians 3 says, Let no one boast in men, for all things are yours. We read this out. That is why we can give thanks with a grateful heart. We really have been given everything. Well, praise the Lord. I, 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 I don't know if I'm out of time or what. But. Good word tonight, Brother Peter. Uh, we've got about Thank you, man. a few minutes left. Uh, as we're wrapping up, I want you to give out your contact information. How do people find you if they'd like to reach you? All right. Um, Facebook, Peter Whiffen, W-H-I-F-F for Fred, I-N. I, I think it's Peter.Whiffen um, at Facebook.com. While I'm still there, <laughs> who knows how long I'll be on there I'm trying to keep my comments down because uh, we people are getting blocked everywhere but anyway um, 
uh, hiskingdomstable.com is my website uh, namesamplificationbible.com and um, Skype is value V-A-L-U triple seven at skype.com oh, oh sorry value triple seven Skype is my call sign on Skype but if anybody wants prayer for deliverance um, you know I was praying two or three people a day now Shannon fantastic oh yeah man we got some big stories of it um, did I tell the story of the bride's dress um, I don't know if I told that might have happened I haven't after heard I that one no sir tell me about it uh, all right. Um, uh, I got this person, um, lady, and um, she's having trouble um, with the relationships. They, they seem to go to a certain point and then disintegrate. And uh, so we started praying, and she manifested. And the demon's speaking out, and it's, it's going. Ah! <laughs> she'll never be any good. Her father said she'll never get married. That's yeah, a curse of the father and um, oh so I got her up and I got her to forgive her father and the demon goes no 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 you know because it's losing ground and um, you know this business doesn't make sense to the world so you know to do good deliverance I believe you have to be open to um, the kingdom of darkness you know it's to its devices and the kingdom of heaven's remedies. And they're all tied up in things of the natural, I believe, Shannon. So uh, because God said in Romans 1, he made the natural to show the things that we can't see. So anyway, it said, her feet, the demon goes, her feet are pinned with steel pins. Oh, Okay, well, now I believe in deliverance. You can buy things with the blood of Jesus. So I go, all right, I'll buy those pins with the blood of Jesus. Hand them over because the blood of Jesus demands a payback. You can buy anything. It's our currency. It bought you. And why can't it buy some steel pins? So um, I go, hand me the pins. And it goes, no, they're welded. (laughs) Welded. (laughs) Oh, golly. So then I remember I was looking at some things uh, about refining silver on the internet and they use acid. So I said, I call for the acid to come and melt those pins away. And the demon went, no! (laughs) (laughs) And she coughed out and spewed out vile as these spirits came out that were pinning her feet. Wow. Wow. Now, before that, she said her feet wanted to stomp when I was talking to her. So it was rebellion tied up in the feet. Um, you know how naughty kids stomp their feet? <laughs> so I got her to confess that and, and that. And anyway, it all came out with vile. So the demon was laughing. Oh, father has cursed her. She's never going to get married. Poor lady, man. So God showed me a wedding dress all burned. Just a little glimpse. I didn't even know how I saw it. But it was a little glimpse in my mind about 
a wedding dress that's all burned and scarred. So I go, we want to wash now, dear Father God, we want to wash this lady's wedding gown in the blood of Jesus Christ. Because it says, doesn't it, the garments are washed to be made without spot or wrinkle. And the demon went, no, no, no. So then I knew I was onto something. And um, <laughs> I ordered it washed, ironed, and all the spots taken off. Completely renewed wedding gown. And she vomited in the bucket again, man. Spewed. Vile and that everywhere. As these spirits that were ruining her marriage came out. Now, to the world, this is as weird as anything. But to us doing the heavenly business, it's not weird. Now, I believe that she was open now to a relationship because the potential, you know, guys that might be a partner see this burnt wedding dress and run away. It's like a type and shadow. So with deliverance, we can make such a difference, I believe. It can turn things around in a person's life. And I believe we're just scratching the knowledge of it, Shannon. So much to learn. Absolutely. And the beautiful thing is if, if anyone's listening out there that loves doing deliverance, that you do it. And when you do it, take the view, you know, whether you get a result or not straight away, that you'll, you can learn by doing. So you try things. Try the natural examples and um, be amazed that the weapons of our warfare, I, I believe, are so many, I don't think we've got a lifetime to learn them. So we just found out about the acid. We call for the acid from the kingdom of heaven to come and dissolve all chains or bondage or pins and it's not actual acid, but it's it's descriptive of it being dissolved. And um, we do have chemicals in the world that dissolve metals. So uh, that's something we learned this week. <laughs> Great testimony. Brother Peter, I'm looking at the schedule. Are you available... Thursday, Friday, or Saturday of next week at this same time. Will you check your schedule and let me know back? Yeah, Thursday's okay. Thursday at 3 p.m. Brisbane? Yeah. Let's do it. Okay. We'll sure. see you well, then. I, no, I, hope these, uh, I hope these messages will help everyone and um, encourage everyone. I really help, hope they do because they're, um, they can get the power and the life to come. And you can help your friends and family with all this, I believe. That's right. Exactly, folks. Hope you enjoyed today's broadcast with Minister Peter Whiffen. Peter, one more time, give out your email address and your website, please. Oh, yeah, my name is my email, too. I forgot to say that. Uh, Peter Whiffen, 
which was spelled W H for Harry, I for Igloo, F for Facebook, F for Facebook, I for Igloo, N for Nally, at hotmail.com. Fantastic. That's good to give out because a lot of people are no longer on Facebook. Um, we always need to have some backup systems. I also encourage people to get a free email account from protonmail.com. It is a good uh, encrypted platform. I've left Gmail myself and Yahoo. I'm on Proton now for a few years. Good to have some backups. Also encourage people to check out Signal app out there. Great alternative to WhatsApp. In fact, uh, there are other uh, things we're looking for right now, other ways to broadcast as the sensors now go after podcasts. That's the plan. I just read an article on Steve Quell's site. They're even going after ham radio broadcasts, for goodness sakes. Most people don't even have a shortwave receiver. But where there's a will, there's a way. And with God's help, we'll stay one step ahead of the enemy. Keep these programs going. Brother Peter, we love you. We'll see you next uh, Thursday, 3 p.m. Brisbane. God bless. All right. Praise the Lord for everyone. And um, hope everyone um, uh, uh, goes along nicely this week. Thank you, my friend. See you soon. Bye for now. No joke. There's a group right now who are pushing to censor all forms of media. I just read the article. Some have said, well, we've been successful getting them off the big platforms, but we've missed something. There's so many podcast where people are giving disinformation they call it disinformation hate speech anything that goes against the New World Order's narrative they want to attack and what they'll do and they're already doing is they're putting uh, the communist forces are, are putting pressure on platforms to pull the plug on people now the big podcast platform is Spotify I saw some problems with Spotify, and I wrote them myself. They were probably shocked. They probably don't get too many people to do that, to ask to be taken off. But I pulled the plug on Spotify myself. And already I'm getting news that they're going after people to kick them off. Also, there'll be pressure put on Apple iTunes Store, I'm sure. That's a big one. But there's so many platforms out there that uh, carry podcasts. They're going to have a very difficult time, the censors, to stop them all. And this has really got me thinking today. I've got a couple of links I'm going to pursue tonight. Decentralized podcasting. How can we use the benefits of crypto, which is decentralized, and incorporate that in a decentralized platform for podcasting, where there's a will, there's a way, and I found a couple interesting sites that talk about doing just that. And many, of course, are creating their own platforms, okay? Which makes it that much more difficult to stop the speech from going out. Now, your hosting platforms can be turned off, especially if you're on with one of the big ones like Amazon. And that's what they did to Parler. Just turn them off. Many times they won't even give you 24-hour notice and they say, we're going to uh, cut off your services. Well, not much heads up to download your files or relocate, but that's what happens. 
when you're on with one of the big guys. We've got to find independent locations. And I'm looking to do just that. I moved the uh, website of Omega Man outside of America a while back because I knew censorship was coming. And I moved it over to a faster server uh, outside the USA. But bit by bit, the globe is coming together. They'll go after people not only in America, but in Europe. Anybody who's a partner, a stakeholder with that World Economic Forum. So it'll be harder to exist in the days ahead, but with God all things are possible. Amen? And uh, that's where we are more resistant than most programs out there. Because we've been doing a podcast since day one. That's what Omega Men is. Live podcast. Then we added on the YouTube element. They pulled the plug on that. That's okay. Didn't stop what we're doing. But there is going to be a witch hunt. And that's one of the things that the uh, communists do when they take power. They then go to stop any further resistance ever again. And they usually murder people. That's what true communists do. They kill the opposition or imprison them. Very true. Look at what happened in Chile. Look what happened in Argentina. Look what happened in North Korea. China right now. My MixLR program just went down. Isn't that interesting? It says I'm off air. So are we still broadcasting on Discord? Let's check. Still on Discord. Okay, so that's where it helps to have another platform as a backup. Looks like Twitch TV went down too. We're, we're off. Wow. Knocked off the air. I think it's a bandwidth issue, but it could have been otherwise. Censorship works that way too. Always good to have a backup. Okay, uh, I think we're back up. Isn't it interesting? I'm talking about that and bam. We lost bandwidth. Probably just a coincidence, but you never know. So there we are, folks. Uh, we will have some backup options. Don't worry. We're here to stay. It takes money to operate. We are totally listener supported. We have no advertising. We're not in any monetization program. We are 100% supported by you and the Lord that works with people to help us. If you would like to help this program, you can do so. Spread the word about the show. Share the link with a couple friends. That really helps because we need some word of mouth advertising. Number two, pray for us. We need your prayers. Prayer changes things. And number three, if you still have a job out there or God has blessed you to abound to every good work financially and you'd like to help us, you can certainly do so. OmegaManRadio.com I have PayPal. I've got Zelly. We've got GoFundMe. We take Bitcoin or any crypto. If you have crypto, just send me an um, email with what my what you need from me in terms of a crypto address. Uh, we also have a mailing address, and I have someone back home checking about every two or three months. That's the, the slow boat to China, if you will, but it does still work. So um, many ways to get involved and help us if you'd like to. And everything we do, it's going to be free. All the shows are free. 8,000 broadcasts are free. I'm working to create some uh, archives. If you've got any ideas on where we can mirror all those shows, let me know. 
naturally we have a cloud server with Amazon but that can be turned off with few hours notice uh, you need a um, place to put these programs that are resistant to censorship efforts that's a real possibility just like YouTube by the time I found out how to download the YouTube videos it was too late they, they wiped out my channel it's all gone I can't get back in there I'm banned on YouTube there we are thank God though I have the mp3s of the shows and uh, we still need some alternative platforms to upload them to okay God bless you all if you want to contact me omegamanradio.com you can get me right there I love all of you thank you for being a part of these programs I really mean that uh, it's like a Gideon army that supports Omega Man Radio it's like a little small Baptist church up on the hill with 30 people <laughs> some nights but I'm thankful to be here God richly bless you and uh, with that we're going to get out of here uh, be back uh, tomorrow be sure and tune in I think Wednesday is our evening with Prophet Scott Lathrop you don't want to miss that that'll be good we'll have open lines that night okay thank you again folks and uh, we'll see you on the next edition of Omega Man Radio all you got to do to tell people about our show is just point them to OmegaManRadio.com good night Omega Man Radio has been commissioned to invade deep into enemy territory, drive out the hosts of hell, and take back the land. Our mission is to preach Jesus Christ, the Son of God, who is the only name written under heaven by which men might be saved, cast out demons, and pray for the sick that they may be healed in Jesus' name. If this program is a blessing to you, and you would like to take part in this harvest of men's souls, join with us and attack the hosts of hell by donating any amount online at www.omegamanradio.com